Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the spectacular folks at Superbook Sports. That's where you go to wager on all the action this season, no matter what the sports season is. Superbook Sports has you covered. Download the Superbook app today, and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. The TrueMav Fitness, that's where you go to get your workout goals started to get your fitness journey started all of us have goals all of us want to be in better shape than we are currently in but the question is how do we get there truemathfitness.com is where you go for your first workout free to understand how they can best help you gary ashton and the ashton real estate group of remax advantage garyashton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress don't sell for more or sell for more with the Ashton team and the intel that they can provide at GaryAshton.com. And of course, Two Rivers Ford, the best car buying experience humanly possible, can be found just six miles east of Nashville International Airport. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet for 2023 model year Fords, TwoRiversFord.com. So, as we start to talk about the Eagles uh, and this and this game that's coming up and all the different things that are going to go about this, right? There'll be plenty of time to talk about AJ Brown later in the week. I know that's going to be a lot of the discussion. I know that's going to be a lot of the focal point, but honestly, AJ Brown is such a, it's such a fractional part of what this game is actually going to look like that I don't want to devote a ton of energy to it right out the gate. There'll be time to talk about it. I'm sure he'll make comments at some point this week and we'll discuss at length. But right now, it's important to focus on what this particular Titans team can do better and which players can help them go about doing so. Titan Fox says, Buck, read your comments. Your responses are the best part of the show. Yes. The comment section is always a wild time, and we appreciate everybody who chooses to interact with us there. But as we look at the ways that the Titans need to up their game, right, we understand why they lost to Cincinnati. The Bengals played hellish defense took away Derrick Henry, made the Titans try to beat them through the air. They weren't able to do it on that particular day. Also limited the ability of the pass rush to impact Joe Burrow. That was a huge part of what it was that gave the Bengals some success. So as we look at this particular team and how they move forward, now with the Eagles on the horizon, you have a trip to the LA Chargers. That is an interesting matchup. A couple of divisional games, three in particular, two against the Jags and one more versus Houston that lie ahead on the schedule. So now let's take it piece by piece. Let's talk about the most important player for the Titans defense. You let me know who you believe that to be, and we will discuss at length together. It's your two rivers forward take. Who do you believe to be the most important player for the Titans on defense? Now, how you define important can come in a variety of different ways. 
It can be the player that makes the most impact plays. It can be the player who you can most consistently rely upon. Those answers can be the same. There's a couple of different options for you to look at with this because the Titans defense, they have one, not one, they have two star players. Kevin Byard is a star. Jeffrey Simmons is a star. Everybody else you're kind of looking at and saying, okay, these are functional NFL pieces. These are above average to good players in the league. You can scheme things around the star players to make this thing happen. And more often than not, it's successful. There's a couple of different things about that, though, that you have to keep in mind. Given the fact that Jeffrey Simmons has missed some time and it really didn't impact their pass rush, given the fact that Bud Dupree has missed some time and you were not better for having for not having him on the field, but certainly you found ways to survive the loss and the absence. Amani Hooker the same, Elijah Molden the same. There's been a ton of Titans defensive players that have missed a significant amount of time. So who do you place the most importance on among all those different players? The star power we know, Byard and Simmons, there's no question. But beyond that, how do you kind of discern the importance of an individual within this Titans defense that works so well together? We'll talk about it together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. And as always, it's made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is where you go for the best car buying experience possible, hands down. 2023 model year Fords are available right now at the dealership. And Two Rivers Ford's non-commissioned sales staff will always go above and beyond to make sure that you are enjoying the car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford always makes it fast, easy, and fun. That's the kind of exceptional customer service that they pride themselves on. And they will always go above and beyond to make sure that you shop the way that you want to shop. Whether it's online, in person, or over the phone, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet has you covered or online at tworiversford.com. So who's the most important player on the Titans defense? Stacy Wills says Jeff Simmons, no doubt. Ken Caniff says Jeff Simmons, easy. Renee, Jeff, Bud Dupree says Brandon. I think most people would disagree with that notion. Uh, Big Jeff and probably Tart could be Bud Dupree. I don't think people are putting Tart in there, but Tart is obviously an important part of this defense. There is no disputing that. I think a lot of people are going to default to Jeff. And Jeff is their greatest source of star power, right? The defense is schemed around Jeff. Jeff, the ability to get big Jeff one-on-one matchups is critical. The Titans defense understands that. They know how to do it very well. They understand how to win those games up front to deploy the different stunts and blitzes. Rather, not blitzes, but stunts and games that they play up front because the Titans defense rarely brings more than four men on the pressures. It's the thing that makes them so successful. They have the numbers advantage as far as the secondary is concerned when you can get that pressure with four. But the question is, all right, is Jeff Simmons more important than, theoretically, Danico Autry, who is somebody who I consider to be of great importance. But for the Titans defense, they have to find ways to live without because he's not going to be available for the next couple of weeks. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Obviously, AJ's my guy. You know, I'm happy he's having success in Philadelphia. Uh, I know he's going to be amped up uh, during the game, and uh, and I'm going back to my hometown. So that's that's going to be more about the thing for me. Going to have some family in the stands as well. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great environment. Um, their fans are pretty crazy. I mean, we had a preseason game in 2018, had a couple fights break out. So it should be exciting. 
Um, but, you know, we, this is going to be us to take another step. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, coming off a disappointing loss uh, against a good team in Cincinnati, uh, Philadelphia is a really great team that's playing really well. So we're going to have to go out there and play our best football. So that's Kevin Byard talking about the matchup, and and there's a couple of different things, right? All of these pieces are important on defense. But there is so much that Denico Autry creates for other players that I think that while Jeff is the most talented, while Byard is the most known commodity and and obviously playing still at a at an all-pro level, he hasn't had interception stats necessarily this year, but still Kevin Byard is regarded as one of the top in his craft, of at his position, in his uh, in his profession. Kevin Byard is regarded as a top player in the league, as well as being, obviously, a top safety in the league. But those two, they cover up a lot. But the thing that makes the defense go, it would seem to me, appears to be Danico Autry. He's a versatile player. He is not... I don't think you would look at him and say he's more talented than Bud Dupree or talented the more talented than Rashad Weaver, but it's it's not just about the pure front end talent. It's about how he executes. And there are few players within this Titans defense that execute at a higher level than Denico Autry. He helps create those one-on-one matchups for Jeff Simmons to win, for Jeff Simmons to create the pressure, to bother the quarterback to swat a pass down at the line of scrimmage, to get a sack. Denico Autry is also capable of getting the pressure himself. They implement him in different ways on early downs versus third down. When you win first and second down, it's easier to put Denico Autry on the inside to rush against a guard who he is going to inevitably beat because there are some great offensive line, interior offensive line players in the league right now, but Denico Autry has the athletic and competitive advantage in those situations. He's not the most talented player, but what he creates for everybody else around him, I consider to be of significant importance. There's a lot of important pieces on this defense, but I think Danico Autry has to be considered among the top guys. We're going to read more of your comments here in just a second. I'll remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports, where you go to get in on all the action, no matter what time of year it is. Superbook has you covered. They will match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. They will get you in on the action, no matter what kind of sport that you're interested in betting. Football, basketball, hockey, what have you. Superbook Sports is your place to go. Download the Superbook app today. For gambling, uh, for terms and conditions, go to Superbook.com. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, Brian Malone says, well, you could say the same for Jeff Simmons. They feed off each other, and you are correct. Denico Autry is not as good as Denico Autry is capable of being without Jeff Simmons. Jeff Simmons is not as good as Jeff Simmons is capable of being without Denico Autry. We've, we've seen these things in years past, but I think the thing for me, more often than not, or most recently. So this is the first game that they've played without Denico Autry, right? This past game against the Bengals. Their pass rush obviously suffered, whether it was improved play by, play by the Bengals' offensive line. I thought they did play better. 
whether it's a, a lack of availability from Danico Autry, even though the defensive front with Dupree back, with Weaver, with Jeff, with Tart, with Strong, healthy as they've been all year long, right? We know Harold Landry obviously hasn't been in the mix. They have survived a game. They were able to get pressure consistently against the Broncos without Jeff Simmons. They were not able to do so with Danico Autry. Now, that may be a one-off, but I don't think it's insignificant. I'm not saying that Danico was a better player than Jeff. You won't hear that argument from me. But I do think that there are so many things that Danico Autry allows to be freed up by nature of the dirty work that he does that makes Jeff Simmons a better player, that makes Rashad Weaver a better player, that makes Tier Tart a better player in ways that you don't necessarily, or at least in the sample size without Danico Autry, there hasn't been a ton of games since he signed here a couple of seasons ago. But I do think that Jeff Simmons, they survived that Broncos game without him and did so relatively well. They were on Russell Wilson's neck the entire time. Some of that pressure is created by Russ. Some of that pressure is generated by the Titans' defense. Jeff is a, a star player, an elite player. But the talent level does not always win the day. It's how the parts operate with in conjunction with one another. And I think so much works around Nico Autry that allows them to exceed what your previous expectations for them might have been. That I think it is worth considering whether Nico is not the most important player on that defense. And that's high praise because they've got a lot of important defensive players at this point. We will, uh, there'll be time to talk about that and we'll see what progress, if any, Nico Autry makes throughout the course of the week. But let's talk about the offensive side of the ball. In the meantime, which offensive player do the Titans need to get more involved in their current game plan? We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the people, among many, who make this primetime show possible are, of course, TrueMav Fitness. TrueMav Fitness in the Gulch, to be specific. They will get you on your weight loss journey. They'll get you on your fitness journey. You can lose weight. If you want to, they have workout plans specifically designed to do so. You can add muscle mass if you want to. They have workout plans specifically designed to do that as well. You can do the group fitness if you like. I personally enjoy it. I find it to be more motivating. If you are not somebody who responds to group workout classes, they have personal training. If you are not somebody who appreciates the one-on-one -on -one experience, they have an open gym concept that will help you get your goals accomplished with the appropriate supervision that you need to get it done. TrueMath Fitness, your first class is free at TrueMathFitness.com. As a Middle Tennessee resident, you will enjoy it. And if you do so, they have any number of subscription or rather uh, membership options available to you at TrueMathFitness.com. So, which offensive player needs to be more heavily involved in the game plan? Robert Woods and Chig, says Marcus Bradley. Burks and Chig, for sure says Christine Lind. Chig, says Chris Frazier. Chig also, says Blaze of Fire, who previously nominated Burks as well. Chig, Chig, a lot of love for Chig Okonkwo, who I think has the potential to be a legitimately good player in this offense. But what we've seen from Traylon Burks, I think is the most, the most concrete example of something that they can legitimately do damage with in their passing game. That was something that Robert Woods was asked about earlier this week. When you have Traylon emerging like these 
last two games, 50-plus yard receptions. Mm -hmm. What does that do for the offense? And, you know, what are your thoughts on how he's emerging as another playmaker for you guys? Yeah, I, I like it because I feel like uh, it brings confidence to the passing game, um, a playmaker to go up and, and snatch the ball. Um, I feel like it, it just feeds energy to, I would say, throw the ball a little bit more. And um, we, we have playmakers who could go out there and, and make these plays when, when given the opportunity, Traylon's shown that, and then being able to on the, be a receiver on the other side of that, uh, have him make plays downfield, back the defense up, and really allow guys to, to work underneath and, and create more space in these zones. Um, we have a playmaker who go up and stretch the defense. Um, it, it opens up uh, the passing game. So that's Robert Woods talking about Traylon Burks. And I do think Traylon Burks is the more important piece of the puzzle. Chig, Chig needs more snaps than 19 snaps on offense. There's no disputing that. He and Austin Hooper, by the way, for the first time this season, out-snapped Jeff Swain, which I do think is an important trend that way. Hooper is productive. Chig can be also. Burks and, you know, we'll see what Phillips... It doesn't seem like Phillips is going to be available anytime soon. It doesn't seem like Racing McMath is going to be available anytime soon. So Burks is probably your best hope or your best source of optimism for this particular Titans team moving forward. But I do think that Burks allows them to do a lot more. Chig is a fun piece. Chig can make plays. Burks, though, ultimately is where I look at and say, get that guy the football more. Throw up more go balls. Throw up more contested catches. He's shown and proven that he can consistently make the plays and his conditioning does not seem to have suffered given the four-game, five-week injured reserve stint that he did experience. I would say Burks, of all of them, needs a more, uh, more front-facing role within the offense. Derrick Henry is always going to be a focal point but they can find ways to get Burks the ball. So uh, let's let's read some more of your comments. Cut Jeff Swaim in the offseason. I'm so sick of seeing him, says Derek Arnwell. Your coaching staff isn't. Jeff Swaim sucks, says B. French. You should be flipping burgers. Well, instead, he's your starting tight end. Uh, unfortunately, we're not built to be a passing team, says Anthony Hill. Well, I mean, is it unfortunate? Like, that got to you. That This team, this construction, not this specific team, but this kind of roster construction got you to an AFC championship game. They were counterculture before it was cool. Now you see all kinds of teams running the football in ways that the Titans have been doing for the last couple of years. Now, obviously, you have Derrick Henry. Like, to not play to Derrick Henry's strengths would be negligent with a guy like that on the roster. And they've clearly and obviously done that in the last, let's call it, four, three and a half seasons, right? But with all that being said, you, yeah, you're not built to be a passing team because Derrick Henry exists. And also, Derrick Henry had a 69-yard reception on Sunday. He's capable of making plays in the passing game. Your passing game is just not going to – it's not going to look like the Chiefs. It's not going to look like the Bills. It's not going to look like the Bengals. You, you aren't built the same way. But that doesn't mean that you can't have efficiency in the passing game. It's just a matter of finding that balance. Um, and – yeah, I mean, you may consider that offense handcuffed to Derrick Henry, but it's proven to be successful more often than not. There's no there's no question that they see it the same way as, as they continue on forward. That was two years ago, Buck. The offensive line is significantly different. That's true. 
Roger Saffold at the peak of his, or at, close to the peak of his powers. Taylor Lewan in 2019 at the peak of his powers, right? Taylor played as well as at any point in his career as he did in 2019. Ben Jones, younger, healthier, Nate Davis in his rookie season. And I believe the right tackle for that season was Dennis Kelly, who uh, they've had difficulty replacing since then. But, you know, Dallas, Dennis wasn't any kind of like clear and obvious stud at this point. The offensive line has gotten worse run blocking, which is interesting to see since basically Houston. So over the course of a month and a half, they've got progressively worse, which is pretty I don't know why that is. I don't I don't have the explanation for that. Only they, the individual offensive linemen, can have the answer for that in ways that are meaningful to you. But I do think that the offensive player that they need to get more involved is Traylon Burks at this point because they have to they have to find ways to win without Derek. Because they Derek got taken away in this last game. And they had a couple of passing plays that mattered, but not nearly enough. And they need to find a way to make it more sustainable. So let's wrap things up with a gone viral video, as is the custom on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Obviously, uh, tomorrow on the radio show, we'll get in. You'll hear from Mike Vrabel as the Titans take the practice field for the first time ahead of Week 13, and we'll talk a great deal about Derrick Henry, Traylon Burks, and all the different matchups that they can have. Uh, I will says Buck, why can't Derrick Henry be a three-down back if he's catching balls past the line of scrimmage and looking good in open space? Uh, pass protection, pass protection is an issue. Um, he does not, he does not do well, uh, in pass pro. In fact, it's something that Hassan Haskins has done better than both Derrick Henry and Dontrell Hilliard, who is this team's obvious passing down situation back. So it's not just Derrick. They have to find ways to, you know, if, if it's going to be an obvious, you know, pass protection situation for the running back, Derrick does get beat an awful lot. Um, so that's not which is interesting because you would think with that size, he's not immobile, certainly. You would think that he would be able to hold up and pass pro better than he does, but he, he really does not do well uh, pass protecting. And that is something that's critical if you're going to be a third down back. You know, third and one is different than third and seven, right? And they have different third and seven plays that they're looking to execute. So it may be Hilliard on a, on a third and seven. It may be uh, Haskins on a third and seven, depending on what they're trying to get done. But... You know, there's no question to me that Derrick Henry is not has not improved enough in his pass protection to be allowed to continue to stay out there on all three downs. He's not a true three down back. Um, that's not because of stamina. It's not because of ability, but it is because of some technical things that they need to be able to accomplish. So what is your uh, so now this week is my cause, my cleats, which is always a fun one. But what is your favorite cleat? that an NFL player has worn for my cause, my cleats. Let's talk about it together right after I tell you about the people who make the primetime show possible. That's the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. They have the Intel edge you need to succeed. They will put you in a position, certainly, to be able to make sure that you succeed on all of your real estate adventures. Whether it is selling your home, they will help you sell for more. Whether it's helping you find your dream address, Without the stress, the Ashton team will do so for you as well. Gary Ashton has the intel that helps you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity now. Everybody else competing for the same information and the same properties, not you. You're smart. You're going to go to GaryAshton.com and get the intel edge you need to succeed. Courtesy of the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, 
Uh, what is your favorite my cause, my cleats? Cleat. Derek R says, I love the wounded warrior cleats some players used to wear. Uh, TJ Hines says, I wonder if Gary Ashton can play guard too. I don't think Gary is suited for the trenches, but perhaps uh, we'll bring that up to him the next time that I see him in person. Uh, the my cause, my cleats game is always a good one. John Mechie, the Houston Texans wide receiver, had a particularly good one. Obviously, he's dealt with some adversity this year, dealt with a cancer diagnosis that he wasn't expecting coming out of the draft after dealing with injury. It has been a, a, a difficult and adverse road for John Mechie. But those are the kind of people who you most want to put a week like this into perspective. It's going to be like this when I come out. What they got? Oh, stop playing. They're my colors. Let me see that. Let me see that. Let me see that. Anyway, we can fight this battle with you. We just want to, you know, bring awareness and kind of tell you thank you from the bottom of my heart. We love you. Uh, you know, keep inspiring us in everything that you're doing. Um, you know, we got your back every step of the way. Derek R says, who's cutting onions? Yeah, this this man has been through a tremendous amount in his life, and certainly he is uh, he continues to be an inspiration, as so many people are. I mean, uh, you know, producer Reed inspires us to do better and to be better as far as the cancer research is concerned. That's something that a lot of people don't necessarily understand the impact until they deal with their own personal experience. And Reed has always done so well to share his story and to share his experience allows people to have that kind of interpersonal connection. John Mechie as well, and so many others who have dealt with this. David Questenberry a couple of years ago, being on the Titans roster, now currently with the Buffalo Bills. It is uh, it is something that the My Cause, My Cleats game always does well to bring attention to, uh, and and certainly the hope is that it can be it can be a focal point more than just one week a year when it comes to the NFL season. It's going to do it for us tonight on a primetime Tuesday night. Appreciate you guys, as always, for spending your time with us. Radio show tomorrow. Mike Vrabel's going to speak. Titans' first day on the practice field. We are going to enjoy that together and get you ready for this game that fact or figures to be a, a particularly interesting one between the Philadelphia Eagles and Tennessee Titans. We'll, I'm sure, at some point talk about A.J. Brown and the way that the Titans, uh, the way that the Titans have fared in his absence, and certainly the different ways that they can win a matchup like this on the road in a big spot. Have a great rest of your evening. Radio show starts at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. And if I don't catch you there, I'll see you tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Primetime. There's Matt. All right, we haven't scored a point since I came in here. I am gone, guys. What? what that's but, it. But we got a couple more questions. No, nope, that's right. it. <laughs> Peace out by the GM. <laughs> <laughs>